Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Sun is very shining. Ah, oh, yes. Yes. So, yeah, I'm I'm very well. What about you? I'm I'm good too. We've been binge watching Line of Duty so that we can rewatch all five seasons before the new season starts on Sunday. Oh, I've never watched a single episode. Oh, I think you'd like it. I mean, as you know, I was never really into policey things, mm. but then Law and Order got me into yeah. it big style. Mm. And then this one is just so good. Okay. They have all these, I really like it. They have like an interrogation room because it's focused on a police squad that look into corruption amongst police officers. Okay. Yes. And they have this glass interview room where it's just so good they do these interrogations of people and lots of startling things happen which i'm not going to ruin by okay because i want you to watch it. okay I'll, well, i will give mm. that a go it, it is not a show to watch for the costumes no okay not, no there is not one good outfit yeah. in this whole show yeah um, but there's it's very exciting yeah, as you know, I used to, I don't know how that happened, but I used to watch CSI almost every night yes. for a few years. And that wasn't for the clothes, that's for sure. No, mm. it's as though they, they sort of think police people can't be chic. Yeah. Maybe they're just not chic. I don't really know any police people. No. Tandy Newton is in one season, and obviously she's gorgeous. Mm. And she has she has slightly better clothes. I feel like because it was her they had to give her a nicer jacket. Yeah, and maybe the people, not the police themselves, but the villains and the victims in the Miami parts of CSI, they might have been a bit more glam. I vaguely oh. remember. I vaguely remember that. Mm. Mm. So so criminals are better dressed. They're not in this, I have to say. Okay. No, nobody really cuts it. Well... No, so don't watch it for that. Okay. But, but for the, the glass interrogation room, which is in the middle of an open plan office, I'm not really convinced that you really would be doing high-level police corruption interviews in a glass office in an open office. Yeah. But it makes for good TV. Yes. So, yes, I I recommend it to you very highly. Well, thank you. I shall, I shall check welcome. it out. Yes. Yeah. So that's been, apart from tutorials and reading drafts for tutorials, that's been my main occupation. Yeah, I haven't been doing much, but I've been eyeing a new s swimming outfit. A swimming outfit? Well, um, a, a swimsuit, I, I should call oh, it a I swimsuit. Oh, but I liked it when you called it an outfit. Yeah, well, it's it's in two parts, so that's why I uh -huh. called it an outfit. Um, yes. And uh, I, might, I might purchase it. <gasps> Do tell. Well, it's, you know, it's not that exciting. I mean, the thing is with swim stuff, they often have these weird patterns and I'm not quite sure where that's coming from. It's a whole new... No, that's it's, not it's, good. it's own world, the patterns on swimming suits. So very, so plain ones usually just come in black or red mm. or, you know, it's not very exciting. So this one, no. these are black, but they have some sort of check edge yeah, like an edge thing going on. So that's, oh. you know, it's got got a little bit of a interesting thing going on. Yes, and it's a two-piece. 
Yes, it's two-piece. So I better get that soon because should the lighter open, I really don't want to oh, freak yes. anyone out with my super chlorined old things. <laughs> yeah, it's really terrible the state they got in by now. Because I think because of, you know, what's going on, I think they they treat the water differently. Oh. And because I we purposefully, you know, we partly go there because it's the lighter, but also because they don't use that much chlorine. They use another yes. another system. But I think they must have umped, upped the chlorine. Oh, uh, that would make yeah. sense. Mm, because... And chlorine's so horrible to deal with mm, anyway. Yeah. Wow. So... Well, yes, I do agree. I think, you know, I was saying to my students yesterday that I made the mistake when we were briefly on slightly lighter restrictions last time that I thought I'll get all my worky stuff done and then I'll do the fun stuff. Mm. And so, of course, because we shut down so fast... I only got the worky stuff oh, done, mm. which, you know, really you should just do the fun stuff. Fun. So I think the second the restrictions are eased, I'm out there. Yeah. I am out there, Beatrice. Mm. I don't know quite what I'm going to do, but I'm going to be <laughs> You'll be out there. I'll be out there, whatever yeah. there is to do. Uh, because, yes. I mean, museums I don't think are meant to open until No, the May. Museum of London doesn't open until the 19th of May. Right. Yeah. Okay, so that mm. I can go on my list of things. Yeah. So be prepared for me squealing through the corridors. Okay, I might not be there. I might not. Be. Oh. Yeah, but um, I could come and meet you. Of course, I could. Well, I think probably I think we need a meeting. As oh, we do. As, we do. As soon as possible. That's I haven't true. seen you for decades. I know. Else. That's true. Yeah, we definitely do. Yeah. And oh um, mm. you've also watched a film. Oh, With yeah. Anna May Wong. Oh, I have. I watched Piccadilly. Oh, wow. Which is from 1929. Yes, I, I really like that. I haven't it's watched so I haven't watched it all the way through for a while, though. Um, I've only sort of have certain scenes in my head. Right. So what are Did your you thoughts? Did you watch one of her films? Yes, I watched um, Daughter of Shanghai from 1937. Oh, I, oh, I haven't seen that oh, one. Is that a Hollywood one? Yes. It's it's actually interestingly made by a French director called Robert Fleury, and he was he was a pen in extra with Fayard before he oh, um, really? went wow. to other places. And there's a lot of Chinese or Asian, I wouldn't be able to tell for sure, um, sort of sculptures and decorative arts pieces, and apparently a lot came from his own collection. Oh, that mm. sounds good. And I think it wow. has a has a cockatoo in it as well oh well that's yeah. very good as yeah. well but what are your thoughts on Piccadilly then well I really think it's just such an amazing film mm. and I love the way it begins and ends in Piccadilly Circus with the lights the neon lights mm. and you have such a sense I think you get such a good sense of London yeah at the time from the film because you are, like the like double-decker buses drive past with the names of the people in the film on them, you know, at the beginning to do the credits on the side of the buses. And then there's a couple of points where you're on a bus with characters and then there's another point you're in a taxi with characters and you get such a sense of Piccadilly Circus as this sort of meeting point of different classes and different ethnicities. But then you go to Limehouse where... 
Anna Mae Wong's character, Shosho, lives and she talks about how, you know, this is our club and this is our, as though, you know, these these belong to the Chinese community or these belong to the to a kind of working class community that's, that's sort of multi-ethnic. So it's really interesting in terms of thinking about like zone, the way the cities are zoned or kind of become zoned through use and through the fact that lots of Chinese people gathered to live in, well, didn't gather to live, but lived in, in the East End in Limehouse. Mm. And then also the sense of Piccadilly, you only see it at night, that, you know, it, it changes its character completely in the day. So I really like that. Mm. And I love Anna Mae Wong. She's one of my top favourites. I just love her. And she's so... Her face is so expressive. Yeah. It's, it's like, I can't remember what I was listening to the other day where someone was saying about how for film acting, it's like really you have to be so much more nuanced. And you can see how great she is at it, that, that kind of every flicker of feeling you see on her face. So I also like that. Hmm. There are some great costume moments. Early on in the film, as you know, she works in the kitchen. Yes. And she, a, a customer complains about there being a dirty mark on his plate that he's given. It's actually Charles Lawton. Yes. <laughs> My Charles hmm. And it's during this dance. So there's the dance couple who are the big stars. And they're doing the dance and it's interrupted because there's this commotion because of his plate being dirty so the club owner valentine goes down and it's very funny because you get the feeling of this club being like a machine there's like all yeah these... the kitchen is so amazing the kitchen is crazy. and i kept at some point i thought oh, i must found out find out where they filmed it but i think it's all a set oh really mm, i'm not i don't i'm not entirely sure because it's amazing isn't it the way you have the dance floor and what they call the restaurant then there's the club which kind of is the whole thing together. Mm. And then, yes, when he goes down to tell someone off, he first of all speaks to the to one man and he says, no, I just managed the restaurant, you know, the kitchen is separate. So then he goes down and talks to, some, to a man in a space where they're all sort of chopping vegetables and things. And they say, no, this is the scullery. Mm. We're separate. And then they go to the kitchen and Anna Mae Wong is dancing, so none of them are bothering to wash up plates because yes. she's dancing on the table. And I mean, obviously you'd watch Anna Mae Wong. Yes. And she looks so great because do you remember she's wearing this really skinny black sweater that comes down low on her hips with white stripes. It's got a little skinny belt. And then it is like a mini skirt. Yes. It's above her, a few inches above her knee with an inverted pleat. And then she's got black ladder tights and little black Mary Jane shoes. Yeah, I that I do remember that that several times when she wears, yes. you know, fashionable clothing. It's extremely, it's so short her skirt. It really is, and mm. it really, it it was funny because when I was watching, it, I was thinking it really shows you, you know, people write about the nineteen sixties. Oh my goodness, it was just mm. so outrageous when the miniskirt came out, and you think, yeah, but they'd kind of done it before in the twenties. And it's so nostalgic, the 60s. Anyway, that's a separate issue. But yeah, she looks so amazingly new and modern. modern. And she stands mm. out in the film as the most modern figure. And then there's all these kind of really sort of icky male gaze moments where Valentine stands at, there's a, there's a sort of, what do you call it, a, 
I can't think what you call it, like a circle staircase. What do oh, you yeah, call mm, like a, a spiral, and, yeah. Yes, that's it, a spiral staircase, where she's coming down oh, in yes. her short skirt. So mm. you see her laddered tights first, but it kind of doesn't matter because it's just part of her being modern. And, mm. then, and then her hair is really interesting because she's got those lovely flick curls that are perfectly coming up under each cheekbone and a f- lovely fringe, but actually her hair is still long. Yeah. That's and true. all kind of taken mm. back. Um, so she looks amazing. And it's amazing when she she starts dancing at the club. And it, it's sort of interesting because there's all these layers of everybody's manipulating everyone else. Because Valentine, the club owner, is manipulating his two star dancers. But then the man leaves and the woman he's sort of romantically involved with but seems to be using her. Mm. And she wears kind of very frou-frou you know, like a million feathers and frills and tinsel and yes. everything and pom-poms costumes for her dancing. And that actress, apparently she went when she was, I think she was Polish. And when she went to America, she claimed to have been. Yeah, but she didn't really. But she, she claimed it as uh, first. So she does a bit of shimmering. The dancing is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, isn't mm. it? But I really like it when they're just shaking their bums and they're yeah. shimmying. It's very funny. But it's really interesting, kind of her versus show show. I mean, I do hate the way women are always pitted mm. against each other. If only yeah. they had ganged up and turned on Valentine and <laughs> yeah. taken over the club, that would have been so much mm. better. Um, but it's interesting. Do you remember the bit where show show has got more money because she's in the club and she's got like an amazing black satin outfit on? No, that one I don't remember. It's mm. incredible. It's it's really close cut and it's got kind of a a v-shaped piece coming down at the front but then it's got white buttons it's very complicated it's got white buttons kind of coming from the neck down the shoulder line on both sides so it seems as though the sleeves button there or at oh, least okay mm. but then there's also a cape a black with white lining cape that then buttons over the whole thing so it's all these kind of very close cut layers but it's quite like you can't really quite work out how all the pieces fit together Hmm. but it's really amazing it's interesting what you say about the black because the the daughter of shanghai the film that i saw it's it's black Mm. and white and it's a talkie obviously which is also nice but she wears a lot of different outfits. She wears a lot of clo- different clothes in, in this yeah. film. But often I have a feeling they are black or white. I mean, obviously you can't be sure with a with a black and white film. Yes. Which I thought was really interesting. That is interesting. Because mm. it does make her... She always looks very graphic because of her, her kind of very graphic hairstyle. Mm. And then the clothes. I mean, it's interesting the scene where she gets Valentine to come to to Limehouse and they kind of trick him into paying far too much for a supposedly um, Chinese dance Mm. outfit, which is, in fact, who knows what Mm. country they think they're doing. It's more Thai, I think. But anyway, and they they trick him and he kind of half knows he's being tricked, but he's out of his comfort zone because he's in an area of London he doesn't know and he doesn't know how to kind of interact with the people he's with. Mm. And then the bit where she does her dance in the nightclub, where there's like twirling sort of huge, 
I don't know if they're giant candlesticks with like mirror balls at the bottom that are slowly turning. So you've got that kind of glitter light going around the whole club. And then she does quite strange dancing as well in her, in this little tiny, it's almost like gold knickers and then a little gold yeah, that, sort of top. That's actually similar in, in The Daughter of Shanghai. Oh, does she dance in that? Yeah, well? it's a really bizarre plot, which I will try and say in a very short, you know. Okay. <laughs> but she, so she's the daughter of an antique dealer. So it starts off, it's set in San Francisco. It starts off with headlines of people smuggling foreigners into the country. And, oh, and you see a plane with um, some men hovering in the back of the plane and then another headline that they were drowned and they were not all Asian, the men in the plane, but some were. And wow. so, so, but she's the daughter of an antique dealer and um, at the beginning you see her wearing this beautiful, supposedly Chinese robe that they're selling to, a, to this woman, older, very chic woman. Anyway, her father knows about the smuggling and um, he... And this older woman says, come to my house tonight and tell the immigration people all that you know. And they drive there in a taxi and they are actually driven into a van. And then the father is killed. She is, they want to kill her, but they miss her. And um, she pretends to be dead and then she flees. And then she meets this Asian um, FBI agent. And apparently she really liked this film because she she and the FBI agent are really the pro- protagonists of the film. They're right. not, not sort of sidekicks. And then she goes to Puerto Rico because this is where the trail of the smuggler starts. And um, so she, she travels there. And when she gets there, she goes to this bar and she, she gets hired. She wants to be hired as a dancer. Um, and it, it's never, of course, explained how she can do this, you know, why she can dance and all that kind of stuff. Um, and in the end, yeah, then sort of various other things happen. For a while, she's dressed as a man. I mean, she does all these different phases oh, where she's. Fantastic. Yeah, it is really fantastic. But when she's dancing, there are these this group of, of um, white women dancers who dance really badly, too, which is quite funny. And then she comes on on her own. She hasn't got anyone around her. And again, she has this sort of bikini type top and some sort of bikini type knickers. And then some, again, vaguely maybe Indian see-through skirt. But, you know, it doesn't cover her leg. It opens up when Mm -hmm. she dances. And there is a lamp that um, spews out some sort of smoke as she sort of dances around so again they're not quite sure what they're trying to do there no No, it's interesting isn't it because there's excuse me especially with the storyline you're talking about there's there's clearly this sense of both fascination with and fear of recent immigrants yeah to a place but also no distinction drawn between people who've recently just arrived and people who've who are well established and grew up and maybe were born in a place but also that that the sort of sense of white privilege of being able to go anywhere even if you know like when valentine goes to limehouse he's clearly uncomfortable but he still feels his authority Mm. even though it's not where he lives he doesn't know it he doesn't know the rules of that area and i think anna may wrong is such I mean, she's such a great actress. I really love her. And she's so beautiful. Mm. And it's so, it's like just dreadful the way she does get sidelined. But then she's so 
much more interesting often than the main players that you watch her instead of... I mean, it's like when we were talking about the Josephine Baker films a while ago, that, that you know, Josephine Baker's charisma and Anna May Wong's transcend the parts they're being given. Yeah. I mean, in The Daughter of Shanghai, it is actually quite different in that, you know, her father is clearly wealthy. And, ah, you know, he's a wealthy... Well, of and- yeah. yeah, he's a wealthy antique dealer. This dress they're trying to sell to this woman costs $2,000 in Whoa. 1937. Um, oh my ha- goodness, I can't imagine what that would be now. Yeah, and he has a large staff. You know, he's beautifully, beautifully yes. dressed. She's beautifully dressed. So in that film, they do actually make a distinction between the people. And, you know, the the person who then in the end she sort of gets together with is, is an FBI agent. You know, he's... Wow. He's... So I must watch this. Yeah, it's just, really just available online. Either. I I found it on Vimeo. Um, actually, it's not the oh, most right. you know most amazing copy ever, but it's it's good enough. But also at the end, you will love that she at some point they have to with because of this convoluted story they have to actually swim to the shore. So <gasps> at that point, her hair is open and it's not straight wow. anymore; it's slightly wavy. And then she's been given this. Um, overcoat which is almost a bit like a man's overcoat so she for the almost the rest of the film she has this long hair very long wavy hair and this check overcoat and she's wearing men's clothes anyway because she tried to disguise herself as a man so she wears chinese a sort of shiny suit oh my goodness so it's it's really really amazing um in terms of yeah yeah it really is oh something else i just remember something else i wanted to tell you about Piccadilly mm-hmm. there's amazing sort of shadows in it like like when she's dancing they show her shadow and the amazing shape she's making but also like when the woman the woman who had originally been dancing mm-hmm. who Valentine kind of gets bored with because he's so fascinated with the show show there's a point where she realizes that he you know his interest in show show and she's at her her home and you suddenly see the shadow of the fern like the pot plant next to her it's almost like its fingers crawl across her face oh wow it's really Mm. amazing and then there's there's like a almost like a kind of mirror scene where Shosho is in her room and there's a glass screen that's got a sort of it looks like it's in gold or some metallic paint, like just an outline of landscape or a mountain or something. And that goes across her face. And it's really amazing. And then there's a part where she's seducing Valentine and she's got a gold, or it looks like it's gold, gold lace dress that's got those, you know, those kind of cape sleeves that are enormous. Oh, yeah. Mm. And she very, very slowly pulls it up over her face and then lowers it again to seduce him but then again that's mirrored when she's shot that she puts it up over her face and it's as though that's going to protect her it's mm. amazing so there's lots of good veiling yeah. and shadows i also and with piccadilly I, I i remember i was so impressed with the crowd scenes like there's isn't yes. there a scene at the beginning when they all the women are in the powder room yes yes i think that's exactly. so amazing yeah. so good no there, there's there's parts of it that are so, like for a silent film, are so naturalistic and authentic seeming, seeming like that that bit in the powder room where there's just the two women doing their makeup and chatting. Mm. And, you know, some of the street scenes, scene, 
it's a very natural and fascinating and also um, the club i mean there must be yes. so many people in there and what always yes, what huge. i what i always find interesting with that is that all the waiters and the the club the customers they all they look very similar you can't really yes, distinguish between true. them they're all this wall of black dinner suits or tuxedos or whatever they they're yeah. wearing um tails yeah. tails that's what they're yeah. wearing no mm. it's 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 true it's really weird isn't it and then the women women are these sort of shimmery creatures yes mm. but i'd rather be a shimmery creature personally. i think so and then the end of piccadilly is amazing because all of this drama has happened and there's all these salacious headlines but a man just comes and like buys the paper ignores their headline says oh i've won some money on the horses and then you know drops his cigarette and then there's these men with sandwich boards advertising that show that's called oh what's it called it's something like you know the show must go on or something oh, really? so they're just mm. walking around so it, it it's sort of emphasizing that all of this massive drama that you've just watched will be forgotten mm. in a moment that it's just it it's sort of you know it's just localized to this club really and it's gone yeah with the other film there are actually quite a few big fight scenes Oh, really? um, one is when she she disguises herself as a man and goes on a smuggling boat and then t they see that she's a woman because a bit of long hair has fallen out and there's this massive oh, fight scene and then there's another one where they finally find the smuggler and there's a bit of a plot twist and um, the FBI agent is bound up in the telephone room so there's an entire room just for the telephone <laughs> and um and then yeah, there are various there are various fights with uh, with various gangsters. I mean, not that many, but like maybe eight or so. And it's quite a long, big fight fight scene. And then the bad guys get either shot or caught, wow. and that's then how it how it sort of ends with two the the bad guys and the police in one car, and then Anna Mae Wong and the FBI agent in the in the other car. Wow. Um, the other thing is interesting, maybe last thing I should say, is when um, her father dies, you know, is shot and yes. she eventually goes home to the office. She speaks to this older Chinese woman and she says, you know, pray for me, make, you know, pray that I, I'm strong and I can can run this company as well as my father. And then the, the woman says something in Chinese to her. Um, and it's quite long. She says, you know, quite a long, a long yeah. thing. And it, it is also at the end, um, the FBI agent, he speaks Chinese. I thought that was really interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. Mm. And do they translate it? No. 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 Oh, wow. Mm. That's really interesting. Yeah. No, it is a wow. great, great film. Because there's, there's a bit in um, Piccadilly where he asks her for an address and she first of all writes it in kanji, she writes it in Chinese. Ah. And then he kind of looks at her and then she writes it in English. And it's interesting because it makes him seem stupid that he yes. can't understand it. Yeah. Wow. She is just wonderful. Yeah, she is. And there are quite a few more films to watch for us. Well, definitely, because because I'm I'm considering her being a chapter in my book. Oh, so wow. I, I, mm. You know, because I, I was just going to do a chapter on Carol Lombard as the kind of Hollywood angle of the book. But then I increasingly feel I want to write about her. No, that would be amazing. Well. That would be amazing. Yeah. So I feel, you know, as my best friend, you have to watch all the films too. And oh, yeah. To oh, films. definitely. That would be yeah. a wonderful thing to do. 
Yeah, and we have to watch the film of her in China. Yes. The, the Passé news. Yeah. No, it's not Passé, but whatever it is. Yeah, apparently that was just before Daughter of Shanghai, I think, that she did ah, the trip. Because mm. that's when Louisa Reiner is cast as a Chinese woman in a film she really wanted ah, to be in. Mm. And they try and give her the evil sidekick part, and she's like, no, don't insult me. And yeah, just... that's very good of her. Yeah, mm. very good. No, mm. she is... She is super fantastic. Mm. Okay, well, I feel we have to go and write a list now yeah. of all the films okay. we have to watch and then order it. Yes. And, and then watch it. Okay, that sounds okay, good. Okay, marvellous. All right, then. Well, we've got our Easter break now. Yeah, so... So I'll talk to you in a few weeks. Okay, yes. So that gives us time to do our watching. Exactly. Marvellous. Okay, thank you very much, Beatrice. Well, thank you and speak to you thank in a few weeks. You. Speak to you soon. Well, oh. not that soon. Soon-ish. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.